myself what I want is it. I'm what God made of me. No need to pretend. It's okay to disagree. We don't have to be friends. Say, you think you have problems with me, but maybe I don't even think about you. You're mad at everything I do, but what are you up to? I haven't a clue. Cause baby, you're dead to me. How can I be dead to you? I think that we both know the truth. You're obsessed, just let it go. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's all you enter the show. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Can you act like you're a professional for us? You act like you've been here before. Welcome, welcome to Radio Rahim. I am your host, Dara Rahim. And I'm Aliyah Rahim. Um, we are here to talk today about pop culture and entertainment and everything in between. I just realized my headphones aren't working. That's why it okay. sounded so I weird. I sounded muffled too. Yeah. Um, Where are they? whatever no, keep going uh, they're not working <laughs> all right technical difficulties per usual <laughs> that's all right okay so we have a lot to talk about today yes so we let's, do yeah so let's get in it um the first thing i want to talk about is what is going on with Lindsay lohan um i actually just found out about it this morning so i want to play the clip that informed me of this situation for you and then we can discuss because i think it's so funny okay Okay, gonna plug it up. Yes, one second. I wish he would have. Giving me this. <laughs> the 45 minutes we've been sitting here, but uh, sure. Lindsay Lohan got punched in the face over the weekend. No, 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 no. This is really, this is really quite sad. It pains me to have to share this with you, but it was a very- her taking the kid? Yeah, we should play the video. Yeah. Is it in the window? Yeah, it's in that. Stand by, people. She's implicated herself. Go ahead. What's happening? They're trafficking children. I won't leave until I take you. You're ruining our culture by doing this. The whole world is seeing this right now. So that was okay, so Lindsay Lohan on her Instagram live story. That that voice you heard, that accent, that sounded right. like an eighty-year-old Arab Arabic man. That was Lindsay Lohan. Who grew up so in Staten she Island. Is like in some country because she has like her nightclub thing going on over there. She like lives off like the island of Greece and she has yeah. like a nightclub and she's really popular there and she like owns a nightclub probably maybe probably not anyway so she's in this like random island wherever it is and she thinks that this family is trafficking their children <laughs> like it's a mom and a dad yeah. and children yeah. and she thinks that they're trafficking these children so she's trying to get them away from their parents and she's screaming inarticulate Arabic at them so the dad and she's trying to pull the kids away from them yeah. so the dad finally turns around and punches Lindsay Lohan <laughs> in the face because as one should because she's trying to kidnap his kids why is she doing that accent again 
Okay, I honestly want to go through like a timeline of like where Lindsay Lohan's career fell off because she was supposed to have the career that Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence is having. Yeah. Like they wanted a really, cause like Jennifer Lawrence is really young. Mm -hmm. And I think for a long time after like Julia Roberts, yeah. like grad Who, by the way, just Instagram a photo of her looking amazing. No, she looks really, really, really like, good. F Jennifer Lawrence. Julia Roberts is still doing her thing. Yeah, she looks the exact same. Yeah. But because Julia Roberts was, like, getting a little older yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Reese Witherspoon, like, was getting a little older, they mm -hmm. needed, like, a really young ingenue. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that was supposed to be filled by Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. It was, like, Lindsay Lohan and Keira Knightley <laughs> were going to be what Jennifer Lawrence and Emma yeah. Stone are, like, now. Right, and they both fell off. Okay, okay, but Keira Knightley, like, she She's having off, a little bit of still, a renaissance right now. She's having a bit of a renaissance, but she's also still respected. Did. Like Kira Knightley's not a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and true. like, I mean, she's like the Pirates of the Caribbean's like under her belt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same kind of fall off. Yeah. But like Lindsay Lohan's like fall from grace after Mean Girls. Oh did it, it start when she started partying with Paris Hilton and Britney Spears? Yeah. I mean, I would even pull Britney into that. I feel because I feel like she they pulled her into it like Ooh, Britney I, yeah well, yeah because it was just that one night and yeah. it was like really really odd yeah I felt like they were I like, think it was like Paris it was like hanging out with Paris and Nicole well, Richie yeah and making herself like those girls that were famous for nothing when she was actually famous for something mm -hmm. and then like oh and I, I know what it was it wasn't really the partying it was the fact that she started behaving badly on set yeah, no, I'm because remember that, that movie Georgia Rule yeah, with Felicity yeah. Huffman and Jane Fonda, mm -hmm. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Um, it was supposed to be like a really like kind of like three generations of like great Hollywood actresses, and mm -hmm. like it was gonna be like a tour of like them singing her praises, but they actually like hated her, and Jane Fonda was like she's a spoiled little brat and acted like one on the whole time on set. Yeah. That's like when, like, that's when, like, Hollywood started to turn on I would you. say that, yeah, I would say it honestly was starting to go her. downhill even before then. And that movie, Georgia Will, was somewhat supposed to be kind of a path correction. Right. Um, oh, yeah. That was like them trying to, like, dust her off and be like, she's overdoing that now. Like, yeah. she's back. They're trying like, to dust her off and kind of be like, no, no, no. She's still a good actress. Like, like even though right. she's a hot mess, she still can act. Like, right. I would say. Cause she actually can act. Well, she could. I probably well, can't do it could. anymore. That's probably true. Um, you know, but it's like. But like, I think people were hoping that she was gonna have like a Robert Downey Jr. moment. Yeah. Because Robert Downey Jr. was like that type of destructive mm -hmm. that she was, and like, they kept giving. They gave her so many chances. Oprah gave her a chance. Oh my God! Yeah. Like. What is it? Do you think it's just like her? Like, but why? Like, why is she like crumpling up her lottery ticket? Do you think it's her family? Do you think it was like being like a child star? Yeah, definitely. And like never just like being like feeling normal? It was like being a child star, like her mom, like just wanting to like soak her, like, Sucker drive for everything she had, all these people pulling at her. Like she was sit, like she you was so young. You know what I just young. remembered? What? I forgot about her album. Oh yeah, that album was great. Oh though. my god, Rumors. that act, that album was what? Great. Yeah, no, that album Rumors. actually was really good. Rumors, right? Um, remember that song that bothered a daughter? Yeah, that was sad. Where she like, cried in the music video. Mm-hmm. In a bathtub. <sighs> That's weird. All right, Lindsay Lohan. We're rooting for you. Are we? You have to stop talking in that accent, though. You really have to. It's bad. And it's offensive. I, that accent is, like, one of the most racist things ever. Yeah. Stop doing that accent. It's You like, cannot talk with a fake Arabic accent. You can't talk with any. Any accent. The only accent that it's okay to take is British. <laughs> and it's sort people of not even. People British accents all the time. That's true. But people will still make fun of them. Exactly. Um... Let's move on to SNL. Mm -hmm. um, Kanye West. Why? Okay, I have a theory that that Kim and Kanye are setting the stage for them to get divorced. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Wait, just saying I don't think he's in on it though. Do you? I don't know, but let me say this: 
uh, just as recently as a couple weeks ago, I said that actually I did not think that Kevin Kanye would ever get divorced. Yeah, um, but but now it's got mm-hmm. it's gone too far. Almond in my mouth. Yeah, it's going too far. I think that the Kardashians are pulling the the lever, the emergency get out mm-hmm. of the Kanye. The go yeah. bag is packed. Yeah, the go and I think packed. Chris is getting people in place. The army is mobilizing. Yeah, but did you see the Instagram that Kim posted today? No. So they're kind of working both. Well, they it. have to do things where Kim has to come out smelling like roses. Yeah, so Kim exactly. Has to keep exactly. Him. Exactly. Hold on. Let me. I started this. <laughs> Let me. Yes. They're working both sides. Yes. yes because they have to. Because Kim needs to come out looking like the the good wife yeah. who tried very hard to stick mm-hmm. by her man but in the end like would do the it's gonna just do the right thing like right. for the greater good and obviously for the greater good of the kids right but like she definitely has to show that like she tried she's gonna take a playbook from chloe yeah which even though so i she do posted. think a lot of chloe staying with lamar was a lot more sincere yeah, i do too i do think there was a point where she was staying in it to just make sure that her image was like yeah like i think she stayed like a five minutes too long yeah. to secure like that image yeah. like i mean granted out he was like passing out at bunny ranches like right but she posted it uh, it was 20 hours ago so it was yesterday um she posted a picture of like just the two of them like looking like whatever happy yeah, and like love. lovingly yeah and the caption is we got love you know and then yeah. this came out this is right after us now uh, right. so like people are like oh kim's gonna leave him blah 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 and so yeah she wants it's like Dov is protesting too much yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. like, also, it's like the same thing. Like when he first started his, when the when we first got introduced to, uh, make America great, Kanye. Yeah. When he started tweeting, get rid of everything. I'm getting rid of all my possessions. And Kim tweeted back at him like, everything like question mark with like big emoji eyes like trying to make yeah, light of it right she keeps trying to like make light of yeah. his breakdowns exactly to act like this is all just like, like it's not really happening mm-hmm. or like it's not as serious as people want it, want it to take it yeah and also on the flip side you have her going to trump like pardoning people and getting them out of prison you know like she's on this like do gooder well, i think that that's an interesting point i think it's so funny the Kim and Kanye's relationship with Trump. Like, isn't it kind of weird that, like, when Trump first got elected, Kanye went and met with him? Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, Kanye starts saying how he supports Donald Trump, how he, if he had voted, he would have voted for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And then, albeit for a good cause, his wife has access. How did Kim Kardashian get in the White House? Oh, my God. It was probably so easy. She probably slid into his DMs. But, like, you don't think that, like, that's a little strange that, like, after Kanye started talking about how much he loved her, Kim got access to the Oval Office? I do think that's kind of crazy. Like, rea- like celebrities just don't, like, go to the White House and, like, pardon people. That's no, like, they definitely don't go and pardon people. But, I'm but saying, like, like, I think Kim and Con- And then when Kim was in Washington, she went over and had dinner at Jared and Ivanka's place. Like, they have a relationship. Like, yeah. they're friends with the Trumps. Yeah, I know. So, but like, I don't think that people really realize that, like, that there's been like a long standing, like, long standing relationship. And I think there's, I think Kanye, like, wants to like promote Trump. Yeah. And then, like, he has an ear to him, and then he gets his wife meetings at the White House. And like, I don't think she needed Kanye to get a meeting with Trump. But I don't think it's like, but I don't think it didn't, she maybe she didn't need him. But he was the catalyst yeah. that got her that meeting. Yeah. And I think it's, like, that. really weird that, like, they have a relationship with Trump. Yeah. Especially if you compare it to, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z's relationship with, like, the Obamas. Right, right. Like, oh, that's funny. Kim and that's Kanye a, are always, like, the off-twisted, yeah, yeah, yeah. dark version of Beyonce. of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah, that's, the, yeah, they're, like, the anti-hero. And they are, they're always trying to replicate, like, the foil replicate like what they do but they always have to do it second and it's always like second fast and like the second worst thing that's funny the 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 relationship to the resented the fact that obama didn't like him yeah they're both from chicago Mm -hmm. he called him a jackass yes but then like him and beyonce would be hanging out there all the time yeah i think that got under his skin yeah it definitely did 
Um, I kind of want to play the clip of Kanye ranting at SNL about being bullied and how brave <sighs> yeah, he was. Yeah, play it because I haven't even, brave I haven't he even was heard to it. Wear, oh, you haven't heard it? No, because I'm like so exhausted and over this guy. I know. Um, um. Like, because like he was on TMZ. Like, okay, I got it. <sighs> okay. Oh wait, no, wait, not no, no, no. He was on TMZ, um, clarifying his comments about how he. So after after SNL, he posted an Instagram of him wearing the MAGA hat, saying it was probably the most explicitly pro-Trump he's ever been. I thought just pro-Trump and how he wants to abolish the 13th Amendment, which anyone with half a brain or anyone who's watched 10 minutes of Ava DuVray's documentary, right. 13, knows that the 13th Amendment is the Why is he so obsessed with slavery? I don't know. It's like he got all that attention for the first time he said slavery was a choice, so now he wants to like go back to it again. Like, he knows, yeah. like, like no one... Like cares like what you think anymore about right. anything. Like you have absolutely no credibility. None. Like you're ruining your legacy. You're literally about to be thought of as a joke. Yeah. Like all your music, all your like being like right up there with like Jay Z is like literally falling apart. Yeah. And that's why I think that Kim is setting the stage for them to get a divorce. He's really ruining. And I also don't think it's a coincidence that if you watch. You know the Kardashians mm-hmm. that Kim is laying those little eggs. Yeah. Oh, um, I thought that was. I, yeah. When I when she first was telling. Okay, so there's a couple clips that are happening on Keeping Up the Kardashians, uh, from this past weekend's episode. Um, one is Kim uh talking to Chloe about how Kanye got really mad at her because he needed a band aid and she got him a band aid, but it wasn't the bandaid he wanted then he went and got one from Nordstrom and it had like I guess Jesus baby Jesus on it he didn't want that one and so she was like okay well then I don't know what to tell you like get your own bandaid and he tells her um I can't believe you won't get me a bandaid you would get it for saint um I like can't believe like everything I've been like didn't he like kind of go off on her and then there's another scene where she's telling Courtney that he's yelling at her because she posted pictures on Instagram that he didn't want her to post that it wasn't the way he wanted her Instagram to look when I first saw the Chloe one that you sent me I thought it was weird that she was talking about it she does not talk about so not only is it weird that uh, it's in the show and that they're pu- they're, she's talking about it on cameras. It's also very coincidental that they're releasing these clips like ahead of the episodes, you know? Like, right. Like, these are the clips that they want to show. Right. You know? Exactly. Like because I, they're the EPs of the show. Like, if there's a scene exactly. that they don't want to sh- play... That is their show. Yeah. If there's something they don't want to show, it can get cut. Like, there's exactly. no one making... There's no, like, danger of, like, the cameras being around. Yeah. Like, they could kill someone with the cameras around. Yeah. It wouldn't and matter. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I think we should play that um, clip of um, Kim talking to Chloe, because it's, like, really crazy. Play the record. Look in the proper place. There's a... We had a fight because I wouldn't get him a Band-Aid. I said, did you look in the proper place? There's a Band-Aid here. He didn't like that one. So we wanted another one. So there was a Band-Aid there, and I put it on him. He didn't like the color of the Band-Aid. And so we went upstairs in the kids' room, and I go, oh, look, North has Jesus Band-Aids. Put on a Jesus Band-Aid. And he was like, I've slaved around the world making clothes for you to make sure that you find the best outfit, and you let me go out wearing a Jesus Band-Aid. Aww. He said I should have got a skin color Band-Aid. And I'm for like, you. so I'm running around to find three different color Band-Aids? I said, call the housekeeper. Let's have her get a Band-Aid. And he's like, well, why can't you get it? You would get Saint one. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you fighting with Saint? Is this, are you, is this like a thing? I was like, this is not going to be this way. And I'm not going to have a full-fledged fight because I won't get you a Band-Aid. I'm sorry. But if that's going to make know where him the feel better, better just to get him a Band-Aid, I can't. That's where I draw the line. But if that's going to make him feel more loved, don't you want to just get the Band-Aid? Chloe, Chloe, I'm more disturbed by yeah. I'm more disturbed by Chloe's reaction. Yeah, I just realized that playing that clip was going to open an entirely different can of worms. So, but let's say focus on How Kanye. How dumb Chloe I know. is. We will talk about Chloe and her double agency for the patriarchy <sighs> later. Um, but yeah. But yeah. I think they're starting to lay the seed that Kanye is a bad husband. Yeah. And Kanye puts Kim through the ringer, and she's a saint 
for putting up with it. And so by the time she files, everyone's going to be like, how did you even put up with it for that long? I would have left a long time ago. That's what she wants the narrative to be. And also... Uh, and it'll probably be time for the time when Chloe leaves Tristan, so then they can oh have Lord. shows where well, they're running around crossed, with their babies, that and Kim and Chloe take yeah, motherhood. they look like this these yeah these saints these these good women who are taking trying to take care of their kids yeah and these men just can't live up to it right and because there was another and I also think like I think I had said earlier um, that you know. Kim does like now that Kim has her babies with Kanye, she's happy. Like this right. is all she really wants. She might before she leaves him, she might want one more. No, I, heard, I think I she's heard good. She wanted four, and because she's not <sighs> because of her preeclampsia, can't carry yeah. herself. She might get a surrogate like real quick, because I know they have a very weird thing yeah. about their kids. Yeah. Uh, having the same father. Courtney's yeah, talked about how if she wants another, she'll have but, it with so that's Scott. Why, so let me finish. She There's another clip where she talks about how uh, after she was pregnant, when she first got pregnant with North, you know, it was before they were married, she said, and this is on camera, she goes, you know, when I got pregnant with North, I still wasn't sh- didn't know if me and Kanye would end up yeah, together. Yeah, I saw but that. But I said to him, well, just give me the sperm so I can have more babies yes. and that they can have siblings. Yeah. That's all she wants. Yeah. Like, they're just obsessed with, like, like their obsessed, obsession with, like, family isn't so much, and this isn't a bad thing, isn't so much about, like, the marriage and the men. They're just, like, obsessed with, like, having kids and, like, having that family. Yeah. Like, it's very odd. But um, here, we can play the clip of Kanye on um, SNL, because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Okay. To, like a white person about this and they say, how could you like Trump, he's racist? If someone inspires me and I connect with them, I don't have to believe in all their policies. Kanye delivered the diatribe wearing a Make America Great Again. That wasn't. Her usual Derek does not queue up a god dang clip. I'm sorry. Why can't they just like show the clip? Cue all these up on the YouTube before and have them on my computer, and then we can just press play. Right. That's true. Like, I've already told you this. Okay. Now we're playing by your phone, like, we're jank. On the YouTube. Sorry for the dead air. Oh, got it. SNL musical guest Kanye West is getting a vote of support from President Trump. That's the same one. Actually, blacks weren't always Democrats. You know, it's like the plan they did uh, to take the fathers out of the home and promote welfare. Does anybody know about that? That's a Democratic plan. Now, you got a situation where we need to have a dialogue and have a diatribe. Because if you want something to change, it's not going to change by saying, fuck that person. Try love. You see, they laughing at me. You heard them, they scream at me. They bully me. They bullied me backstage. They said, don't go out there with that hat on. They bullied me backstage. They bullied me. And then they say, I'm in a sunken place. You want to see the sunken place? Okay, I'm going to listen to y'all now. I'm going to put my Superman cape on. You can't tell me what to do. I just so it's that's it's, what's happening with him. It's weird to listen to these kinds of things because it feels like you're in a twilight zone. Because he made he used to make these speeches, like these uh, spontaneous remarks, like George Washington doesn't talk doesn't care about black people, and you were like, 
yes, like this man really is talking about for the people. Like right. he really does get it. He really is speaking for the voice of people who don't have one. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to hear him do the same thing, but completely opposite. Completely opposite. Yeah. It's like it's wild. He's just like it's it's I don't even know, like he's unintelligent. That's the thing. It's like okay, which is actually like really odd that he's so ahistorical and honestly doesn't a book. know like what he's talking he about because his mom was a professor and like I want to I don't know did he go to like a private he school? went to art school yeah like but that's like what I'm saying and like I and I know that doesn't but I'm saying like in terms of like just normal facts that you like learn about in like social studies when you're actually well, you that's know what why, I mean? yeah and that's why like, I think he it's doesn't like, know what the 13th no, amendment is. is like that's just and he, but to be so passionate about something He's, you know nothing about, yeah. that's where he looks crazy. It's like, you yeah. don't know what you're talking, talking about. about. If you really cared about this issue so much, why don't you know anything about yeah. it? Like, you don't know anything. I, I think that comes, like, partly, it's partly about living in this fame bubble. Where people, you don't, people like, around him don't need, like, the people in his inner circle just listen to whatever he has to say. So it's like, like, have you ever had like an argument with somebody who knew less than you? Yes. And you, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you make an you like I've been in arguments with people where they um, knew less than me, and I like made a mistake with like stating a fact, but because they were so dumb, they didn't call like they yeah. didn't catch it. And yeah. you're like, oh okay, I can get away with that. Like yeah. he's been getting away right. with just talking and talking and, and talking. And people agree with him. Agree and with nod him. And yeah. Listen. He just talks to the to the, his inner circle mm-hmm. and they just they nod and they agree and they tell him he's right. Yeah. So because he's been ha- doing it for so long and there was a point where he did know what he was talking about and he was right he was like, oh, well, if I'm, you know, why put in the work of reading a book when people are just going to nod and say, right. I'm right, for whatever, no matter what. Right. You know, he's just, he's been, get, he's getting away with it. He was getting away with it for so long, and now it's finally catching up to him. And but why, he's, okay, but like, why are these his opinions, though? Like, why does he? He's obsessed with being, with going against the tide. Yeah, that's true. And that is something he's I, always been into. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, like, if you look at, like, early Kanye, all this is is just, like, a twisted manifestation of, like, yeah. how he always was. Like, yeah. you're right. Like, he always did rants. He always liked having, like, like not offensive and racist opinions, but, like, odd opinions, opinions yeah. that would make people do, like, knee-jerky things. Yeah. But, like, they weren't like this. But, like, so it's just a progression of him getting worse, I guess. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know. I don't know. People always say, like, it's the bubble. It's the move to Calabasas. But it's just, like, no, people, it's like... Calabasas. It's not Cam. Well, people say that he's, like, so wealthy that he's detached. But it's, like, being wealthy doesn't, like, make you have, like, crazy opinions. Like, if right. you didn't already have them. Yeah. Like, if you grew up in Chicago yeah. to, like, a single mom who taught African-American history at a college, like you wouldn't get rich and then start thinking that slavery was a choice. Like that's not like, that's what the thing is. I'm always frustrated. Like how this happened. Like, because like being rich doesn't make you have crazy opinions that you didn't once have. Right. I don't know. We're trying to understand the psyche of someone who's clearly mentally ill. And so, yeah, no. Um, should we start talking about, um, Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah, whatever you want. Um, I was going to say, uh, first I was going to ask if we should play the SNL clip. Um, I just saw him answering the questions. Like, I watched his opening statement. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw Lights him. Likes beer. Okay, yeah. He has an odd relationship with alcohol at <laughs> best. Yeah. It's not my responsibility to take inventory <laughs> for someone else. But the way, did you see that one senator who he kept asking if he liked beer. Yeah. And what he liked. Do you like beer? Do you like beer? Have you ever blacked out? What do you like to, Senator, what do you like to drink? He kept saying, it was so odd. He likes beer. Yeah, we got it. We get it, dude. I like to throw back a brewski too. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
what's so weird to me is that the Republicans are so hell-bent on getting him through that, like, I feel like he represents, like, white men's entitlement response to the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement. Because I was watching something from uh, the leader of the Federalist Party that give that gave President Trump a list of 25 judges for him to pick one mm-hmm. to nominate. And he was getting interviewed. I want to say it was the CBS Morning Show, the the Federalist Party guy. I don't yeah. know his name. And he said that he said any one of those judges on the list. This is before Brett was picked. Would suffice. He said you could throw a dart at the list and it wouldn't matter because the most important thing they want to do is overturn Roe v. Wade. Okay. So they don't need Kavanaugh to okay. overturn Roe v. Wade. There's thousands of other conservative yeah. judges who would overturn it. So for them to like fall on their sword for this guy, well, it's like they're not. It's it's a it's more ego than anything because they're not gonna a. But it's not just ego. It's this is their response to the Me Too yeah, movement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is their response to women that yeah. it's not about whether or not they believe Doctor Ford. I think they do believe her. Yeah, they don't. It's about care. whether or not they care. Yeah, exactly. And it's care. like never. It's like. Which I realized, like, the same thing with Anita Hill. It was, everyone believed Anita Hill. Yeah. None it was whether of, or not it mattered. It's whether or not it mattered. Exactly. And, like, it doesn't to them. Exactly. And it's, like, I feel like we're living in, like, a really weird, like, Groundhog's Day with this, with, like, sexual harassment. Yeah. Because, like, the year of the women is, like, what they're saying, like, this next year will be for, like, women running for office but that was the same thing they said after anita hill and it's like anytime there's like any like pushback in like the entertainment world of like women like saying we're not going to take this anymore in the political atmosphere there's always like a come down of like no like you guys can wear pens at the oscars but like nothing is changing institutionally yeah and like i'm really glad that like yeah. women are like the most like a lot of women content is coming out on Netflix but like you will still be harassed at work and like nothing really will change yeah and this may be like a little off topic or like not fully on the point but I just thought of it because you were just like you related it back to Anita Hill and I always thinking like we're gonna have this tide change and we don't mm-hmm. and um uh, I'm sorry. What's Thelma Louise? What's uh? Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah, she. It's funny you said Gina Davis and not Susan Sarandon. I don't know why. I feel like that's who you were gonna be talking about. Yeah. Um. So Gina Davis Instagram today a part of the script from Thelma and Louise. I retweeted that. You did. Ava DuVray retweeted oh, is that it. Oh, I saw. Okay. Ava well, did it, then I retweeted yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Ava retweeted it, and Dara retweeted it. And then I retweeted it. Um, but I wanted to point it out because I watched Thelma Louise for the first time five years ago. It and was I, a very important moment for you. It was very important for me because I put it on. I was, like, literally, I was falling asleep. I was, like, oh, I just wanted something to fall asleep to. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was, like, late at night, and I ended up staying up because it was such a good – I mean, I knew it was a good movie, but I didn't know I was going to like it so much. Mm-hmm. I ended up staying up and watching the whole thing. Cause I was like, oh, my God, this is such an amazing movie. Yeah. Everyone should go watch it. Yeah. And I remember this specific scene and being like, wow, that's still really true today. Mm-hmm. And the scene is like right after um, Louise has almost gotten raped and um, Thelma shoots the guy. And they're, dry, they're, they're, they're in the car running away from the scene of the crime. And the dialogue goes like this. Thelma says, shouldn't we go to the cl- cops? I mean, I think we should tell the police. I'm sorry, I got the rules reversed. It's Thelma who almost gets raped. Uh, and Louise says, tell me, tell them what? What, Thelma? What do you think we should tell them? And Thelma's like, I don't know. Just tell them what happened. Which part? All of it. That he tried to rape me, and this is the crucial scene, or the crucial line. Only about a hundred people saw you cheek to goddamn cheek with him all night, Thelma. Who's gonna believe that? We just don't live in that kind of world. And 
we still do not live in that kind of world. And mm-hmm. it's just like that movie was 20 years ago. Yeah. And even then it was just like, yeah, we don't live in that kind of world. We yeah. still don't. Yeah. And also like the anger of Brett is so it's just like steaming off of him. Yeah. He, you know that he like is looking at Dr. Ford and he's like, why how is this bitch being so uncool? You. Yeah. Like how, like. Yeah. He's like, like he's looking he's at He's like, him. what the hell guys? Like, yeah. why is this happening? He's so, he can't even believe it. No. He like, can't believe the audacity of Audacity her. of her. To for anyone to call him out on his behavior. Yes, like he is so furious yeah. that like this is happening, and he's like, "She's a bitch." The Democrats are dicks. Like yeah. I can see, like I really feel like that's his inner dialogue. Yes, I think so too. He's just like he's so like immature and like he didn't take. I feel like he's not taking on like the levity of his actions Mm -hmm. because he's acting like this hearing was just a big inconvenience for him. It is to him. And how flip it he was when he was asked questions like, and he wouldn't answer the question of would he uh, support an FBI investigation, which is like, if you're being accused of something that you didn't do and your name is being dragged, like you say, why wouldn't you welcome an investigation? And his his small lies about things like that, mm-hmm. uh, like his yearbook, all point yeah. to the fact that he's covering up bigger lies. Yeah, absolutely. And like him lying about the devil's triangle thing right. was just weird. So wait, explain to people what de- what what happened with the devil's triangle. Okay, so like they found like okay, and like it's not the fact that he has poor jokes in his high school yearbook yes, that probably isn't do. why he should be on the Supreme Court. Yeah. It's the fact that he doesn't acknowledge that they're poor yeah. jokes and that they're tasteless and say, listen, when because I was 17 jokes years he still old, makes. I was an asshole. Those jokes are inappropriate and they don't reflect who I am now at almost 60. And no one would bat an eye at that. That yeah. would be legit. The Devil's Triangle is uh, a sexual encounter with two men and a woman. Yeah. That he should have been like, that was stupid and disturbing. And now that I'm a husband and father, you know, the camps, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The remark. But I, he lies about it. He but says, he lies about it. He says them. that it's a drinking game. Yeah. He says it's a drinking game. And trust me, people, I know all the drinking games. I never heard right. of that one. Right, he has a drinking game that you play with quarters, and it's like that's a like a lie that a lot of people are hanging on to. Yeah, because it's just like if you're willing to lie about, about something as insignificant as that, not only insignificant but something that people could easily could yeah, check. So it's exactly. like if you're gonna be lying about those easy things, right? What are you lying about the harder things that people right. maybe aren't as easy to verify? Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's like what? And you know that book that his friend Judge Mark Judge Mark Judge wrote. That book Mark Judge went to school with Brett Kavanaugh and wrote a book some years back called Wasted, Tales of a Gen X Drunk. Yeah. And there's a character in the book, right, called what? Bart O. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Who gets wasted with him Mm -hmm. like all the time? Is like in all the stories. Mm -hmm. So it's like again. The fact that you got wasted in high school, again, doesn't ban you from the Supreme Court. But lying under oath about it does. Yeah. And you're lying about being a waste case in high school because it all leads back to the fact that you would lock girls in bedrooms Mm -hmm. at these waste case parties and sexually harass them. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to to cover up the trail to. Yeah. So it's just like really disturbing that so my original point is that why the republicans have to fall on their sword because they've all guy. done it too and it's like if this can happen to right. this dude then it's gonna happen to right. me and we gotta stop it right now right because and that's like so true it's like the the story that dr ford told about what happened to her relates to they all, all can't condemn him because they're like oh wait is that is that bad is that not, cool? not cool like oh you weren't cool with that okay crap like Lindsey Graham is like losing Freaking his out. mind. He's literally losing his mind. Um, but speaking of which, I'm gonna play this clip from SNL where uh, the two guys from SNL 
talk about the Kavanaugh hearing, and I want to get your thoughts on what you think. So SNL, the new head writers are uh, Michael Shea and Scarlett Johansson's boyfriend. I never remember his name. He's so in- insignificant. Yeah. He's really boring. He's, he's like so bread. boring. He's like stale bread. Yeah. It's like he should be good looking, but, but he's, he's not. not. And then Michael Che is just so obnoxious. He's not funny. He's I mean, not. neither of them are, but I can't believe those are the head writers. That I explains know. a lot. Jeez. Isn't Kate McKinnon the head writer? She probably doesn't want to be. Because a Supreme Court judge is a lifetime job. And sadly, that's. It's Weekend Update with Colin Jost and Michael Che. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Weekend Update. I'm Michael Che. I'm Colin Jost. <laughs> judge Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Christine Blasey Ford appeared Thursday in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee in a classic debate of she said, he yelled. <laughs> Based on his testimony, I guess Kavanaugh thought the hearing was about whether he was cool in high school. I drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. I worked out with other guys at Tobin's house just to meet up and have some beers. Working out, lifting weights. We drank beer. We liked beer. I got to say, you're not really helping yourself in a drunken assault case when you yell about how much you like drinking and how strong you were at the time. <laughs> Pretty much the only ones who kept their composure at the hearing were the woman being questioned and the woman Republicans had to hire to talk to the woman being questioned. <laughs> now, on an optics level, I get why the Republicans did that, but if you're not the right person to ask questions at a Senate hearing, maybe you're not the right person to be a senator. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody that all this yelling and crying happened at this dude's job interview. <laughs> I mean, typically when you're asked about a sexual assault and your drinking problem at a job interview, you don't get the damn job. <laughs> I don't know if Mr. Kavanaugh actually has a history of assault or if he actually has a drinking problem, but I do know that he might. And you shouldn't be on the Supreme Court if you might. You shouldn't be on the people's court if you might. Sometimes might is enough. I mean, I don't want to pet your dog if he might bite me. I don't want to leave you in my house if you might be a crackhead. I'm not going to have sex with you if you might have dated Charlie Sheen. And then there are his calendars. Uh, you know, if you have calendars from 1982, it does not prove you're innocent. It proves you're a hoarder. You know when most people throw out their calendars from 1982? 1983. <laughs> and if you're drinking a bunch and you keep a calendar, it's probably to help piece together what happened in your life. <laughs> he kept a calendar the same way the guy in Memento got tattoos. <laughs> now, to be fair to Judge Kavanaugh, it's insane that... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, one guy. To be fair... To Judge Kavanaugh, it's insane that he has to answer questions about his high school yearbook. If you looked into anyone's high school yearbook, you'd find something super embarrassing. Like, I regret that my senior quote was a Smash Mouth lyric, <laughs> and I very much regret that my hairstyle was the Rachel. I'm gonna play the oh, whole clip. I want to watch the rest of that. Um, yeah, because it's five minutes long. What'd you think? <sighs> Okay, the reason I wanted to play and ask you what you thought was because I didn't like Michael uh, Che's joke about, but he might have. Like, there's no he might have. Like, I just feel like it was a subtle way to, like, talk about how, like, we don't know for sure what happened. And it's like, no, we do. And then at the same time, in the same breath, he age-shamed with the Charlie Sheen joke. Oh... I forgot Charlie Sheen had AIDS. Does he have AIDS or HIV? I'm not sure. Daryl, well, it's different. I thought you were just saying, like, Charlie Sheen's gross, regardless of the yeah, HIV. Yeah, whatever. I might be reading a little bit too much into that. Um, the might have thing, I think he's just saying, I think we've kind of reached a point now where men are like, oh, my God, can I just be accused of yeah. sexual... St- 
accused, you're always cutting me off. I just knew you were about to come in. Can I be accused of sexual assault? And the response is like, are you a man who might be accused of sexual assault? Like, yeah. I think the narrative we're trying to form these days is not like whether. Well, the narrative Jesus freaking Christ. <laughs> Sorry. The narrative I think we're trying to, to start is that you, it's like, I would never be accused of robbing a bank, you know? Right. It's just not the type of person I am. It's right. not the, it's it's not not the, the circle you... It's not the circle I run in. Right. It's not the lifestyle I lead. Right, you ain't about that life. I'm not about that life. You know, I think if somebody right. walked down the street, like... like so I'll never time, get questioned for holding up a bodega. Right. Like, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about it. If you're right. worried... If you're you, worried... You're going to get accused of life. sexual assault then you might be committing sexual assault. So I think that's what he's saying. Is like, if you're the type of person who gets accused of this, right. like, there's, like, you don't want that kind of person in your life who's like, maybe? Right. You know, it's like, if people, you know, just like, you shouldn't even have a maybe next to your name. Yeah, exactly. I think, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate for... Oh, sure. that he was saying, like, he to even be in that position. Yeah. Um... I was reading a tweet that said 80% of black voters believe Dr. Ford. Um, and then I want to say it was 64% of Hispanic voters um, mm-hmm. believe Dr. Ford. And then the breakdown of white voters was that... 46%, oh, here, I found it, sorry. 80% of black voters believe Dr. Ford over Kavanaugh, as do 66% of Hispanic voters. Only 40% of white voters believe Dr. Ford. Now, the gender breakdown of the white voters is 46% of white women believe Dr. Ford, while 43% believe Kavanaugh, and only 37% of white men believe Dr. Ford. So that's kind of crazy. I don't. I wish I had the break, the gender breakdowns of the black and Hispanic voters, but unfortunately, this tweet does not. Unfortunately, I get all my information from tweets, so I yeah. don't have a complete. But like, what's also crazy is that like the like Donald Trump, like uh, he obviously doesn't care because he sexually harasses people, but it's like. He thought that, like, five black men should get the death penalty right. when they were wrongly accused of rape. He mm-hmm. fought for the death penalty. Mm-hmm. But he's okay with <laughs> this. Well, that's one like, of his boys. That's crazy. Yeah. If he gets confirmed, that'll be really depressing. Yeah. Um... It will literally, but the only reason they want him is so they can say, like, we don't care about anything anyone has to say. Like, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. I think that we should go out. Let's do it. With um, a really, really, really great artist um, who really doesn't get enough respect for her musical contributions. Um, and with that, I'll be signing off. Oh my God! Is it Lindsay Lohan? Who? 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 Thank you for listening to Radio Rahim. I'm Dara. I'm Alia. And this is one of the greatest artists of our generation. And my body can't stop moving to the sound But I can tell that you're watching me And you're